It's week 30, and the weekly update is addressing the heavy ammo bug that has you crying. That, a new loot cave, and more coming up. You're listening to Destiny the Soul. Welcome, Guardians. What's up, everybody? My name is BBK Dragoon, joined as always by my friend Diddy. How are you doing today? Pretty good. It rained this morning, so that kind of sucked, but it's sunny now, so I'm Excellent. in high, high moods, high hopes. Dude, uh, good it's mood. weird Whatever. in Colorado. We've been getting snow from like this big wet system that's moving through, but it's like rain. It's not like snow. I mean, it can be like 10 o'clock at night, and it's raining here, which doesn't happen in January in Colorado, Like at least where I'm at. It's a super weird year for weather. Like, just not used to it. Is it in, like, Texas, has it been normal? It's been surprisingly warm. And, you know, I you know I say that because it's Texas. But, like, for the winter time in January, it usually doesn't get above 60 until, you know, like, mid-February. But it's been mm-hmm. in 60s and 70s the past couple of days. So it's pr- been pretty nice. I mean, in the evening it gets, you know, 40, 30, but nothing unbearable so it's actually been pretty warm right on what did you play this week outside of destiny and then what did you do inside of destiny outside of destiny you know that's a pretty good question um not a lot actually i think i just mainly played destiny i maybe played one or two league games but Mm -hmm. i I don't remember if that was last week or this week Um, yeah but with the school schedule getting finalized and everything i had to focus a little bit more on that um but for sure yeah, so not really much outside of Destiny. Inside Destiny, what'd you get done? I actually fired up the PlayStation. Mm. I have PlayStation Plus again, so oh. uh, hopefully be able to play. I got tons of um, DTS fan friend requests over on the PlayStation. Thank you guys so much. I added all of you who sent me messages saying you were fans of the show. And I uh, actually played with a couple guys, and I'm trying to grind uh, my hunter over there to... Uh, Crota's end level of relevance you know uh, yeah. all of my gear is pre-dark below <laughs> and I'm only I'm only level 27 I have a blue helmet and I was just grinding rock strikes last night getting those engrams uh, grinding the crypt arc and uh, hopefully uh, getting some of those vanguard marks to purchase some new vanguard gear it's like a step back in time, man. United some rock playlist stuff too with uh, Sassy and oh my gosh. Well, that's actually the footage that people are probably watching on YouTube right now. So many orbs between the Obsidian Mind and Nova Bomb, where if you're a warlock, you Nova Bomb, you've got a maxed Obsidian Mind helmet. It actually gives you extra energy for how many people that you kill, like how many orbs of light you generate, you get that energy back. And with you two both being hunters with Golden Gun, it was ridiculous. <laughs> like, at the end score screen of Omnigal, I think I had, like, 65 orbs you had given me, and both of you had, like, 40 or 50 orbs. It was nuts. Just gobbling, like a candy machine, right? Yeah, I personally broke the max orbs record uh, for, you know, for strikes. And, uh, yeah, you're right. 60 for you. Uh, I think it was 55 for me and 56 for Sassy. So that was a lot of orbs. I, I kind of want to do some YouTube content for high-level rock strikes. Like, mm-hmm. this is how high-level strike players do strikes. And it's just like that Omnigal strike is perfect for spawning orbs because that first room has so many yellow bars, and it's just like wave after wave of enemies that you can just kill and infinite supers you know it's it's pretty good time totally 
Well, this week I just mainly played Destiny. I'm doing the Dark Souls 2 DLC. I'm halfway through the second DLC out of three. Really good. It's a great game. I can't believe I missed it last year. Huge fan of that series. It's what it's going to keep me sane. I don't know actually what's going to keep me sane all the way through February. I'm going to continue to play Destiny, obviously, but like when we're getting to like the beginning of March before House of Wolves comes out, it's either going for a max level Titan or I don't know because there's just such a gap. I don't know. February seems huge. Are you interested in all in Evolve? Before we get to the news, I'm going to get there in just a second, but like Evolve's coming out in like 10 days and I just don't really care that much about the game. Sanic is actually she got into the beta for that. Yeah. I don't know if I don't know if it was an open beta or not, but she got a code mm-hmm. and she was playing with it with some of her friends and she actually really loved it. It was on the PC though, but Yeah. PC Master it, Race. It actually looks pretty sweet. Uh, okay. You know, the concept as playing as the as the beast was actually really cool to see and so I'm pretty excited about it. Nice. Well, I'm going to wait for day 1 review scores. I'm actually going to be a good gamer this year and avoid the pre-order hypeness, which is actually not true. I'm going to still break the rule on a few things. All right, neither here nor there. Let's get to the news. News! Bit of a dry week, but we have found some awesome links from across the internet sphere, and the first is the Bunchy Weekly update, which was Diddy, yeah, I was kind of let down. Honestly, like this, this weekly update and last week's update we're pretty light. Am, am I crazy for saying so? No, I was expecting some more hard mode Crota stats, but yeah, Bungie failed to deliver there. And you know, with Zer selling Icebreaker a few weeks ago, I kind of wanted to see the numbers on that. Um, I think I read somewhere on the internet, but about the numbers, but nothing official from Bungie. So uh, it's still a pretty good weekly update trying to explain this heavy ammo glitch. Hey, I love Deej, I love the update, and I'm complaining about something that is a benefit to get. But yeah, (laughs) if you didn't hear about this, there's a heavy ammo bug that's within the game. And if you die, go to orbit, hit a cutscene, there's a chance that you can lose your heavy ammo. And this is being addressed, and hopefully a patch is going to fix it by the end of February. The majority of this update is actually a programmer. I'm very sorry I don't have the link up and I don't have his name. And he's giving uh, basically an interview back and forth between Deej and him, and it just sort of describes how complex these things can be solving something small can create new problems and diddy knows way more about programming than i do can you talk a little bit about that like complexity of you can actually introduce new issues by trying to fix old ones yeah league of legends is a huge um what was the they're a very good example of something called spaghetti code uh, where if you try and take out one strand of spaghetti you pick up three more and it's just Mm. trying to fix one thing just causes a whole bunch of mess for other things and you kind of have to work around it and trying to fix this one heavy ammo glitch is just it's actually pretty difficult because you have tons of different developers um, programmers trying to write something uh, trying to write one thing and it's like if you ever worked on a group project at school yeah you have five people and you're trying to write a, like a 20-page essay, you say, okay, you know, we each write four pages. You have five people in the group, four pages times five is 20 pages. We'll get it done. And then, like, you don't have transitions between the parts, and it just doesn't mesh very well. So you actually yeah. kind of have to, once you get all the parts together, you kind of have to uh, link them somehow. And I think that's where they're running into the issues here. And uh, it's actually the sandbox engineer, John Cable, who talks about the heavy ammo glitch. And 
I am no programmer, but I do work in the field of IT, so I kind of understand it, but not really. So go ahead and read that Bungie Weekly Update interview from John Cable for a uh, really good explanation of why it's doing what it's doing. Excellent. Minimalistic wallpapers from Wabajack Wabajack. These are awesome. You sent me this. What is this album? Yeah, so this this artist, uh, Wabajack Wabajack, is, has been doing uh, minimalistic wallpaper exotic weapons uh, wallpapers, a series on Reddit, and he just posted part five. He has Invective, Monte Carlo, No Land Beyond, Red, Red Death, Soros Regime, The Fourth Horseman, The Last Word, Thorn, Thunderlord, Vex, Mythoclast, Dragon's Breath, Hardlight, Hawkmoon, and Icebreaker, all in minimalistic style, all in 4K resolution, which is three or th- 3960 by 2160 uh, for all of you to enjoy. And if you're running Windows, I guess Mac can do it too. You can have it, uh, your background reference an album, and it'll just loop through all those. So if you guys want to go check those out, definitely check that in the show notes. Exactly. There's a new loot cave. Rejoice and get on this before it gets patched, everybody. This is on Venus Patrol. The link is in the description of this video or on our website, destinytheshow.com. If you aren't familiar with what Loot Cave was, long ago, there was a cave in which enemies spawned in the Cosmodrome. Guardians from all around would flock to shoot their weapons in the hole. The enemies would respawn forever. And you could just literally sit there and farm all you wanted to. And at the end of the day, this was prior to the changes of the loot, prior to like the loot caves basically being taken out. Bungie is kind of good about surgically removing these exploit areas where players find a spot where they can make enemies spawn continuously. They shoot and kill them. And by doing this, you get a really high chance of engrams dropping so after like an hour of farming these places you come back to the tower with a ton of engrams and usually get some good gear or at least rank your uh cryptarch rank up to get a purple or or some sort of item that you want if you want to know the exact place again check out our website for uh the video of this slash you slash win underscore chesters has an easy hard mode crota strategy that that sounded really weird but basically this is a hard mode crota strategy that's very easy and anybody who is new to crota's end this is a must watch teaches you how to do the crota encounter uh, without worrying about boomers a very easy to handle sword bearer and little chance for death did he did you get a chance to at least like look at it or just you know peek it a little bit yeah, I did. And the tactics are actually pretty solid for people who are new to the Crota raid. Yeah. And it's actually kind of, or hard mode, excuse me. It's actually kind of funny because uh, I was doing hard mode this past week with Sassy and Lurker and a few other guys. And mm-hmm. <laughs> we were trying to get like the second sword bearer dead, but he ran up the stairs and mm. like hid in that room. Like, yeah. not, not exactly where the Death Singer is or where the uh, spawn crystal is. But like he ran back into that place and we're like, where's the sword bearer? We can't find him. It was actually kind of funny that he was just goofing around the sword bearer and AI, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, But if you're looking for some pretty good hard mode tactics, this one's actually pretty solid. Awesome. From Reddit user Neurome. When the Oversoul kills you, this is referring to the Crota's End raid, when the Oversoul kills you, it drains about 25 to 30 percent of your super meter, which will be gone when you respawn. If you allow yourself to get killed by an enemy, instead of the Oversoul, 
you keep all of your super upon respawn. This, of course, allows for many more orbs and perhaps more health at the start of the fight. Now, Diddy, this is very useful, don't you think? It really is, especially for um, especially for hard mode, you know. Yes. You, If you have a Titan, Defender Titan, in your raid group and he has a super, but you swan the Oversoul and happen to die... If he loses his super, you're not going to have the Blessing of Light or Weapons of Light or Armor of Light, usually Blessing of Light for the Overshield. You're not going to have that benefit in your next run. So this is actually a huge, um, hugely useful tactic in especially hard mode Crota, but Crota as well. Of course, and ensure that your sword carrier is the host. Essentially, the, the gist behind this is... If the person who has the sword is the host, their timing on when they can strike Crota is going to be more accurate than somebody who is not the host of the party. Can Have you been in a group, Diddy, where this is like an issue where your sword is off host and he's attacking at like a little bit wrong of a time and it can affect the cycle? I haven't experienced... Uh not having our sword bearer be host because sassy has been my sword bearer every time i've done crota and he understands he, like he's he lives in australia host. he's yeah. literally half a world away and like yeah. if he's not host so what happens is if the sword bearer is not host he sees crota kneel like half a second or two seconds half a second to two seconds later than everybody else in the party so if yes. he's host he's going to see the soonest crota kneels so, like, whenever I'm watching Sassy, whenever he starts attacking Crota, to me, Crota's not down yet. But mm. to him, he's already kneeling, so he knows he can deal damage. So, if I was off-host Swordbearer, I'm going to miss out on some very vital window of opportunity to actually get damage on Crota. So, yes. before the raid happens, when you're in orbit, have your Swordbearer or your designated Swordbearer uh, invite everybody to the fire team. That way it'll ensure that that person is host. Awesome. Now, the necrochasm. What a complicated little thing here. So if you guys are unfamiliar, we've talked about this before, you get a common drop on... Uh, well, I guess it doesn't matter. As long as you're attacking one of the blades of Crota, it's a chance to drop the husk of a pit, which is just a common auto-rifle from the DLC. You then can upgrade that to a legendary Edelon's ally. Everybody had the Edelon ally. Hard mode comes out for Crota's end, and Crota drops the crux of Crota, which is an item that is needed to upgrade Edelon's ally to Necrochasm. I hope you all get that by now. I'm probably done saying it forever because we said it on like freaking 10 shows now. Finally, people are getting Necrochasm. The first week hard mode was out. Uh, I think there was a bug. Bungie didn't say officially if there was, but nobody got the crux of Crotus. Nobody first week had their Necrochasm. Now it's dropped. People are getting their Necrochasms, and the reviews are pretty meh. So here's the deal. Once you have your max-leveled Edelon ally, you upgrade it to Necrochasm with your crux of Crota. That gun stays max leveled, okay? The Necrochasm doesn't require you to level it up again. It already comes at the max level. Basically, it is the same, though, as Edelon Ally, but it does arc damage. It also has the Thrall Explosion perk, but not much more. From the consensus I'm hearing, pretty fun gun. Worth the wait and time investment? No, man. Not from what I've seen and not from what I've heard. I mean, have you like gotten the chance to play with anybody who has it, Diddy? No, I have an Edelon's ally myself, and yeah. it's about, I would say, 70% upgraded, but yeah. after seeing the Necrochasm reviews, I've just stopped. I don't care about it anymore. Yeah. 
because it's like I think auto rifles are just boring to use to be honest mm. you know I've been hand cannon main forever I've started using uh, scout rifles and pulse rifles on my hunter finally and you know I just like them better auto rifles you just aim down sights to hold the trigger blah you know yeah it would be different if i had like a suros because the suros actually has a higher impact and a slower rate of fire you know yes um but necrochasm lowest impact highest rate of fire and it just doesn't appeal to me no it's it's a disappointment i think because everybody had like sort of hyped this up in their mind kind of like the new mythoclast and it's just not like not anywhere near the same hype and mystique and this this charm. I really wish Dark Below would have this secret fifth gun that drops from Crota, <laughs> and like very few people have it. It's blatantly overpowered for a few weeks after it comes out. But man, I was I was one of the players who really wanted a Necrochasm, and after all the reviews and from what I've heard, it's just meh. And that's a long quest chain for people. Some folks have been waiting like a month or working like a month towards getting this gun and meh, whatever. Maybe it'll get a buff down the road, but there's your news for today. Let's hop into the topic. Salvaged relic data is now decrypted. Out of consequence. Evening, Guardian. Earn your honor, Guardian. Titan survey data requested by Vanguard. All right, today's topic. We were talking about this a little bit in the pre-show. Should additional classes be added to Destiny in future releases? The classes in-game right now, Titan, Warlock, and Hunter. Three classes that sort of have specializations. Yes, they have abilities that are unique to their class. But at the end of the day, if you look at rating, everybody's role is, is pretty similar. Everybody is basically doing DPS or doing damage to the enemy. We don't have a class that's a specific healer. We don't have classes that are specific tanks. Yes, Titans have elements that are more tank-like, but not that dedicated. Not something that is, you pick this class to be a healer, you pick this class to be a tank. I would love to see more classes as Destiny gets a little bit older, as new releases come down the road. And Diddy and I, I think, both agree on this, but I'd love to get your take. What do you want to see? Would you want to see more classes, Diddy? Absolutely. At least three more, so we'd have a total of six. Yeah. yeah. When I first heard about the um, the introduction of classes into this first-person shooter genre, I was like, okay, that's actually really cool. You know, I'm a huge League of Legends player, and there's different roles in League of Legends, and I would have liked to have... Uh, a specialty, you know, a specialization yes. that um, I master this one. I master the hunter class. I master DPS, and I can do that any single time you need me. But, you know, there was actually a post I saw somewhere on the internet. Uh, it was probably Reddit about, you know, each class has the armor, the recovery, and the agility um, trees. And, like, he went in and calculated the, uh, the the amount of health you have depending on your armor stat depending on how full that bar is yeah for each class and it, there was a difference you know hunters had about around this is not exactly what it said but hunters have around 100 health yeah warlocks have about 110 and titans have about 120 yeah. to me that's not a big enough difference you know yeah hunters to me are the DPS characters. They're the 80 carries from League of Legends. They are the glass cannons, if you will. 
they deal a ton of damage, but they can't take a lot of damage. And Titans are going to be the total opposite. They can't deal a lot of damage, but they can take a lot of damage. And that's not really the case with Destiny. You know, everybody, like you said, has a very similar role. And with these raids coming out with uh, six six uh, member fire teams, you'd have six players who almost essentially do the same thing. Yeah, you have warlocks, you have titans with their bubbles, um, you have hunters with their long-range supers, you have uh, the warlocks with their area of effect supers, but that's really it. You know, everybody has a gun, everybody shoots things, everybody does basically the same amount of damage, and with the introduction of more classes, especially, I'd like to see a healer class, at least, you know, especially, oh, yeah. like, that would make Crotazen hard mode a little bit easier, I think, you know, since the health regeneration in the final boss fight uh, doesn't happen unless you have some type of weapon. I'd like to see someone running around with a Chalice of Light ability, you know, like, that's my melee attack. I, I punch health into you, you know? Mm-hmm. So... I'm in full agree. It's like, okay, yeah. take away the supers, man, like we're raiding right now. You could beat Vault of Glass without any character having a super. Am I right? Absolutely. And those supers are not required. So at the end, of this, let's take them all away. Everybody's the same class virtually. Even if, you know, Titans maybe do have a little bit more health than everybody else. It just comes down to everybody is a DPS person right now. How cool would it be if your six-person raid... I'm not saying every raid requires you to have six distinct roles because that would make it obviously harder to play with friends. But if we look at WoW, in a 25-man raid, you have two tanks, and those tanks are your tanks. They have to be a warrior or they have to be... Well, I don't need to get too deep into it, but basically they need to be (laughs) specced for tanking. It can get complex. A lot of other classes can do tanks. But two tanks, usually about 10 healers, and the rest are DPS. Those are your three main roles that happen within the raid. And it creates a cool dynamic because all of those play styles and the specs and the abilities that go with it are very, very different. I always think since this is an FPS, everybody has to be able to do DPS at some level. And I don't want things to get so out of control that your healer class couldn't participate in the Crucible or is just worthless in solo leveling. But... I would want to see more. Otherwise, I think this will get a little stale. Uh, I know that they are looking at introducing a third uh, subclass, or what, are they, what is it called? Yeah, subclass. Yeah, wow. My, I'm, I'm on WoW right now, so it's like <laughs> my head's not tracking. But that's just going to add one more kind of unique ability, but it's not vital. I would love to make it so in raids, you need to have some warlocks. You need to have a titan who's going to be tank specced. You need to have hunters who are required to do a blade dance here or golden gun through the hoop to make your choice more important is where, what I'm getting at, basically. Yeah, exactly. And going back to the League of Legends analogy, I know not everybody plays League of Legends, but there's five people on a team. If I have five glass cannons, they only have, you know, 1,000 to 2,000 health. If the whole other team has tanks... They have, you know, 4,000, 5,000 health each. That's, you know, a total of 10,000 health versus 25,000. And it's just like, if, right now in Destiny, you could do an entire raid with just Hunters or just Warlocks totally. or just Titans. Yes. That, in my opinion, shouldn't happen with a class or with a game that has a class system. Yeah. Like, like you said, 
you need to have a hunter for this part. You need to have a warlock for this part. You need to have a titan for this part. And it's actually kind of funny you mentioned the game Evolve earlier. Yeah. In Evolve, I don't know how many people are on a team, like five or six. You have a trapper who has to, you know, stun the enemy or stun the beast. You have a hunter who has to do damage to the beast. And then you have like a medic to heal your team, you know. Each class has a role, and in Destiny, that's not really the case. You can take more pride, too. If you're a really good warlock, and you're really good at what a warlock is supposed to do, that's an extra, like, just feeling of accomplishment and value within your raid team. Like, if you're a great healer in WoW, your raid is going to love you. That is more important than, like, almost any other role and it has a skill curve all to itself. Not just playing well, but playing the priest well, okay? Same thing should be with Destiny. I feel like if you were to hand me a 31 Titan and ask me to go do Crota's End hard mode, I'd be fine. I don't play Titan very often. I've never really played Hunter, and I still feel like I'd do okay if I was handed those right away. Build a skill curve into them to where it adds this value. I don't know. Maybe I'm derailing it, but I, that's where I stand. So No, yeah, I totally agree. It would, you know, adding these different classes would give more weight to the statement, I'm a hunter or warlock or yeah. titan main, you know? Yeah. That's, that's the way League of Legends does it. You know, you have 80 carry mains, you have support mains, jungle mains. In the pro teams, each person has their own role because they've practiced that role. They've specialized in that one role. If you give... Uh, an AD carry role to uh, a top... If you give an AD carry player a top laner and say, go play top lane in a professional match, they're not going to do very well against a professional top laner. Yes. In Destiny, you know, like you said, I could hand you a hunter class and say, do Crota's End. Yeah, we could swap controllers, literally, and be just fine. You know, the only difference would be maybe we use a different button scheme, but, like, that's it, you know, a different sensitivity. Like, maybe... Do you play inverted or not? No. You don't? Okay, do you? I do. I do. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that would be the skill gap. That would be it. We just yeah. have to figure out how to aim up and down. And that's, <laughs> you know, you should be able to specialize in using that character's abilities. So, yeah, more classes, please. Yeah, I agree. We want to hear what you have to think about this. So let us know on our Twitter, at Destiny the Show. We will read out those responses next week on uh, DTS31. Diddy. Where can people find your content? Twitter.com slash DiddyDTS, D-I-T-T-Y-D-T-S, and YouTube.com slash W-O-O-O-S-H-N-E-S-S. Excellent. You can always follow the show at Destiny the Show on Twitter. Go to our website, DestinyTheShow.com, from the links from today's show. No super good advice, Sassy will be joining us again next week. You can follow us on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Destiny the Show. I am BBK Dragoon, and you can follow me at BBK Dragoon. You can also check out my YouTube.com slash BBK Dragoon. Be sure to join our clan. It's useless right now, but, uh, well, it's not totally useless. But until we get visible in-game clan, man, it doesn't fill the role that I envisioned once it would. But I People are you. active on the uh, Bungie boards. So they are, man. They are. Yeah, they're, people are always looking for raiders. Yes, so... Join the clan, and links for that are on our site and down below as well. Thanks for listening, everybody. We hope you have a great week, and we will see you next time.